1: Hey, this is Dan Lewis from Williamsport, Pennsylvania, and you're listening to that story show. At least you will be when I'm done talking. Yeah, so you're just gonna have to wait a little bit more. Yeah, I know you've been waiting a long time for an episode, but you're just gonna have to wait till I'm done. Okay, here we go. <laughs>
2: Hey, this is That Story Show, the show that shares hilarious real-life stories from all over the world. It's episode 242, recorded live July 14th, 2015, in the NLcast studio located in the heart of South City, St. Louis, a brand new location. I'm your host. My name is James, and with me today is John Steinklaber.
3: Hold on. I'm still waiting for Dan Lewis to let me see let me go
2: <laughs> and like, christian Sudrath is here hey guys all right hey. welcome welcome back to the shows guys thanks and uh all of the people out there thank you for uh tuning in and hanging out so we're excited to invite christian on uh permanently um well, as long as he behaves himself and yeah him and john don't fight or anything like that so keep
1: sitting <laughs> in my chair yeah, yeah hey I like the one with the armrest.
2: Mm. <laughs> um, if you, if you can't tell the difference, uh, where you're at, there, listeners. Um, I have moved. I am now in a new location. Before I was in Saint Petersburg, Florida, uh, the home of Christian Sudreth.
1: Seven two seven.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? What does that mean? It, that's like the the phone code, isn't it? The, uh, that's
1: the area code. Area code.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's. Cool. For all you stalkers, my first three digits of my phone number.
1: <laughs> Used to be seven two seven.
2: No, it still is for the for the cell phone. Oh
1: well, I was trying to give you an out. Oh, gotcha.
2: Um, oh, but man. yeah, now now I am halfway across the country. I am in Saint Louis, Missouri, right here in South City, uh, right in the middle of it, you know. And and it's pretty cool. It's where all the buildings are. Not houses, buildings. We live in buildings here. Buildings, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of differences. Houses are made of brick here. Um, Streets are made of gold. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm moving. It's pretty cool. Um, There are no lizards here. I haven't seen a single lizard the entire time I've lived here, and I've been here about a month. Uh, In Florida, when you walked from your car to the front door, you were greeted by no less than 30 lizards of different shapes and varieties It was like being hunted by tiny uh, 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 raptors that were not hungry to eat you. Uh, But there's also no dust here. There is no dust. I used to fight dust like mad in my room uh, and in the house. We brought more dust with us than is in the state of Missouri. Um, Seriously, because all our stuff. They unpacked our stuff. And this dust all fall falled out. And I hope it
3: doesn't reproduce.
2: They they actually charge you by the weight of all of your stuff when they move you because Jen's job moved us, so we're not rich. We just lucked out and had a good uh, little perk. Uh, but they weighed weighed it and they weighed the dust uh, separately, and uh, we could have saved them so much money <laughs> if we had just uh, gotten rid of it. But the reason why I think I've I've done some thinking about this. And I think the reason why there's so much dust in Florida, see, I heard somewhere that, that dust, and maybe you guys can back me up on this is, is like 95% dead skin cells. Is that, if you guys heard that,
1: I don't I've know heard something like that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't know if it's true or not, but the if du- it is the true,
1: education is a lot more, uh, <laughs> a lot more thorough down here.
2: <laughs> in Florida. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know if it's true or not, but if it is true, it makes sense because ooh,
3: 70 I, to 80%. Yeah.
2: I, oh, Oh, ooh, see it's, it's gospel now. Um, I have a theory that the reason it's so dang dusty in Florida is it's all the old people dying They're They're alive. Ah. They are alive, but they are slowly dying and they're losing their skin cells at a astronomical rate and sharing their dead skin cells with, with Florida. And I don't. that's why I'm glad I'm not there anymore.
1: Hmm.
2: So that's
1: luck- a solid theory.
2: It is. And it's safe. Mm- to say out loud because no old people listen to my show except for one, and he Ooh. keeps telling me he's not old. So he's, hey, a, he's I'm a, not bl- old. He's a blind guy. Don't worry about him. He can't. He can outrun him. <laughs> he lives. Uh, he lives actually about forty minutes from here. It's crazy. Uh, can, um, get you. I, I promised uh, some of my people before we jump into the show proper um, that I would mention them because uh, in order to get this show back on its feet, uh, I had to buy a new mixer. And that mixer, that new mixer, was four hundred dollars, and um, and it was expensive. It was expensive, as my youngest son used to say. And uh, I I put it out on the Facebook, and I said, you know, guys, um, I'd be stupid not to ask if you wanted to contribute. You know, please do. And so I told him it was an eight hundred dollar mixer. <laughs> no, I said <laughs> it was four hundred bucks and uh, i said i'll make a big deal out of your name if you will you know contribute and then the contributions kept pouring in and i was amazed uh peter U, for instance was the first one out of the bag and then oh, d yeah. uh M T. she knows who she is but she didn't want to mention her name uh yanu always good for you know five bucks or so uh That's ethan God. nicole our friend and uh yeah. famous guy you know axe cop dude and all that and Uh, Veggie Tails uh, in the hood, or whatever it's called. Um, House. In the house. Donovan Atkinson uh, helped us out. Jennifer Kennison, I don't know her, uh, but Mm. I I bet she's really into hot guys. Wait, Um,
3: wait. did you you take that from her purse while she wasn't looking?
2: um, Kind of. She told me, (laughs) kind of in passing, she's like, Well, I'll put in $50. And I kind of, in passing, slid over to PayPal and transfer fifty dollars from our bank account. So. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Sarah Catherine Smith, who has way too many first names, uh, helped us out, and then C B. So that's that's what I had to put for mm. that one. They gave a total of two hundred and sixty dollars, which brought my cost down from four hundred to just two hundred forty dollars. So a little over half. Uh, was recouped right there, and I wow. that just meant so much. It, it it really gave me a boost to get back into podcasting. Uh, many many of the folks know uh, I suffer with depression and bipolarism and all this kind of stuff. And 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 the doctor did a little medication switcheroo, and it took away all of my desire to do anything uh, fun, basically. Mm. Uh, my, I, my I guess my drive, and that's what caused the problem. And then moving, you know, was part of it. And so we're back. And one of the powerful reasons why uh, we're here is because of the folks. contributed. Now, one donation came through with a message. There was a few messages, but one of them really hit me, uh, right where I live. And I'll see if it, if it hits you guys, uh, in in the right place. And, and it really shows to me (laughs) that we are, that we're a family. We're not just a bunch of, you know, podcasters and listeners that there's more than just that going on. And, uh, and, and, and that message was thanks for buying us a new mixer. And yes. I was like, gum, that's awesome. That's an awesome Jeez. way to look at it. That is. Cause I did do it for you guys. You know, if, if it was up to me, it'd be cheaper to keep it and hear the buzz that the buzz was buzzing. But, um,
1: well, but we means, all know how much you like Buzz. I
2: love Buzz. just not, <laughs> not <laughs> in my podcasting.
1: Oh, terrible joke. Sorry.
2: <laughs> hey, I'm just
3: glad I didn't say it. Yeah, you hey. weren't the first one <laughs> no, either. There so was
2: like five people on Facebook that did the same thing, <laughs> and they were a lot older than you. So, um, But your donations are still welcome. <laughs> I'd be <laughs> stupid not to say it. Uh, Thatstoryshow.com uh, slash donate. Uh, there's a PayPal button for a one-time donation. If you'd like to, um, that would be awesome. All right, it's time for some backstory. <laughs> I did so much there? work setting up all these stupid sounds again, <laughs> and I swear I don't think any of it saved. That's I got the
3: sound for you here. Backstory
1: Se-
2: segment stingers.
3: Are you doing that with
1: your hands? I can do yeah, that totally oh. with my hands. Ooh, that's my that's hands. That's much better
3: than me. I, I feel like my hands are constipated. <laughs> All right, here
2: we go. We got a little backstory. All, All right. right. I'm glad we, <laughs> glad we got that worked out. I like that one. Yeah. Um. Backtracks. Okay, backstory is where we share a story from the last seven days or so. But since we haven't been around for a while, it could be pretty much any time and any space. So it can be Ooh, like a TARDIS yes. story. So, Christian, we're going to have you go first since you're the youngest and the newliest married, by
1: the way. Oh, yes. Congratulations, Congratulations on that. Oh, thanks, Jeez. guys. Is there a whisper happening? No. Oh, okay. I thought, I thought be. you. Oh, okay. Um. Well. Uh, Not on this see, end, newlywed. Uh, <laughs> 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 she is asleep. And I actually made her like, I said, don't you dare make any noise or this is over. Um, <laughs> Drink your cocktail. <laughs> um, sleep, dear. Right. So I should probably. No, yeah, she's asleep. Okay. Um so, uh, so since I, since I was last on the podcast, which was Christmas time, I have gotten married, uh, gotten a new job, gotten a new apartment um, and A lot of different things have happened and I was thinking like, oh, there's definitely going to be a good story in the last week, but there's nothing. So this is kind of, (laughs) this is like an an archive story. Um, It's a time uh, where I learned my place in the universe, Um, kind of. Yeah. So growing up, uh, I was always uh, really interested in chess, the the board game. Mm -hmm. You mean the one with the, like the the pawns and stuff? Yes. Rooks. Mm -hmm. The one Uh, in
2: Harry Potter, wizard's chess or just regular chess?
1: Um, regular chess. That sucks. That um, sucks. I Don't wasn't you have allowed to, be to watch like, Harry Potter. Really intelligent and stuff to play that game. Um, you know that actually is part of the story. So, um, <laughs> all right. So everyone ha- sort of um, has re- regards chess as kind of um, in an intellectual game, I mm-hmm. guess you could say. And I've been playing since I was pretty young, um, and so I've gotten pretty good at it. Um, and I played in elementary school. I was in chess oh. club, um, like all the popular kids, uh, <laughs> and. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> i 've got a couple trophies and all this stuff, so i've I got pretty good um, uh, or so i thought um, and then I went to high school and got a job and got kind of busy and i didn 't really play um, but since having graduated college i 've started to get some more time to myself and i 've 've gotten back into playing so all of that to say i 've got i 've always thought like you know there are a few things i 'm good at, and one of them is chess mm-hmm. um, there's millions of things i 'm not good at um, and so I met this friend. Um, uh, he is uh, also really into chess. Uh, he can smoke me. He's so good. He knows. You know, I know how to play, but he knows all the technical terms. Um, so we were talking about it one day, and he said, "Well, you know, there's this just like chess club thing in, in you know where we live. It's it's like right down here. I had never heard of it. I was like, oh my goodness, we have to go." Um, so it was on Wednesday nights. It starts at like nine thirty, um, which is somehow. I feel like that's pretty late for a chess club. Yeah. Um, yeah, like if you play chess, your bedtime is like around 945. So um, so we get to this chess club and I think like, all right, like I'm sure there are going to be some people that are good here, but I'll, I'll definitely be able to hold my own. Um, so we get to the chess club uh, and it, lo and behold, it's like a tournament night and I'm not a member of the club, which is pretty elite. Apparently um, a couple people had shirts Um, Mm -hmm. and so I can't, I can't play, but he can. So he goes to play and there's like a little, uh, practice area where apparently anyone can play. So I'm just standing there. It's mega
2: blocks in the corner. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like, uh, it's free play time. Um, like, uh, geez, you were, you you were
2: sent to the kid child drop off
1: area. That's what it was. Right. Yeah. He's like, all right, thanks for the ride. And (laughs) and And I was watching him, uh, and I was watching him from like far away. Like it was a sport. You know, like it was a baseball or something, but I couldn't tell what was happening. So I just watched him sit down um, and (laughs) stare at a table. But so I'm sitting there and there's this, this kid that's probably like seven or eight and he's got a little like uh folded up chess set uh, under his arm and i was like oh do you play chess i was like are you, are you waiting for your turn he's like yeah i'm waiting for my turn i was like well i'm really bored do you want to play and i think like mm. all right this kid like i'll just i'll show him like how a real man plays chess
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> keep you mind it's like nine thirty, so i'm for sure i'm like oh he's he's gonna play he around and, yeah on a his punk. mom's gonna take him home and so uh I was like, right, he sets everything up. Uh, he has like a dinosaur on his T-shirt. He's got glasses. He looks like a kid that would be at a chess club. Um, <laughs> oh, and so, it's, it's and so we're playing and I, I take, I'm, I'm uh, white, so I go first. I take out uh, my opening move. It's, it's how I start it's every racist. game. I play. Yeah, yeah. I, I white and I get extra points in the beginning. Um, not really. <laughs> <laughs> so you I'm, your, your pieces are white, right? Yeah, I'm, a, I, well, okay. I'm also white, but my pieces are white. Oh. If you can't tell because I'm at chess club um and so i move out my first move he goes good he makes his move i make my next move just standard you know i'm getting the getting the board ready getting it open i'm like ah, i'm gonna beat this kid i make my move he makes his move i do my fourth move i do my fifth move he does his f- f- his fifth move he says checkmate and i'm like, uh, I'm wait, like oh my goodness yeah he beat me in five moves five moves <laughs> a, a, it's like it was five or six uh, apparently, there's this some there's some combo move where it's like if the other person's not paying attention, you can win as quick as possible. It's
2: like tic tac toe when you do that yeah. thing in the corners. Yeah. Right.
1: Right. And so I looked up at him and, I was, and he had the smuggest look on his face. Like I I am not. I'm probably I in hate third that. grade. And I just wipe the floor with you. I have like a, I have a job. I have health care. <laughs> I had a fiance, but I could not beat this this kid at chess. And so I was like, man, this kid is a prodigy. And I started texting a few of my chess buddies. Like, I just got beat by a nine year old. He's so good. He's incredible. I can't wait to watch him play this tournament. He's gonna. He's gonna kill a bunch of people he did he's amazing like, i was so blown i was so impressed with this kid i wanted to be like find me when you're older and it's not weird and we'll hang out um, <laughs> so i was like so then i went off Hi, to I'm watch Bobby fisher yeah right yeah uh, that's a good chess joke um thank you so then uh he's magnus carlson anyways um So I go watch him play. Uh, My friend is doing whatever he's doing. Um, So I go watch this little kid play. And then I'm watching for like seven minutes. And then he lost in the first round. He wasn't even good at chess. So I I was so crushed because at first I was like, well, you know, that was the fluke. He's a prodigy. Of course he beat me, but then he just lost immediately. And so now I've totally, I have no idea if I'm good at chess or not. I think maybe <laughs> everyone i just played in the past, uh, you either let me win or has no idea what they're doing. And I've tried to play online and I'm just not as good as I used to be. And so <laughs> a big part of my identity has sort of crumbled around me in the last month.
2: Yeah, because your dad plays a lot of chess, doesn't he? Isn't he into it? Uh, not, not if he ever told me. No. I mean, okay, never mind. I'm no. thinking about some other dude.
1: Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. No, that's okay. I wish he played. Totally another guy. <laughs>
2: so what got you into uh that in the first place? Like Okay. In, into
1: losing to third graders. <laughs> here's here's how uh here's how I got into chess. It's actually a real it's an even lamer story than just being in chess club.
2: Oh good. I have yeah. no
1: friends. Um, I had plenty of friends, John. Okay, um, yeah, I just was they were just friends. all chess well, pieces. I, I did after I got in the chess club. <laughs> uh, so at my elementary school, they had um, like an aftercare program that I always had to go to because my parents worked late. And then the computer teacher opened up a, a club called Chess Club, uh, obviously, and I didn't really care about chess um and so i wanted to join the club it was in like an hour and a half long but for the last 20 minutes he gave you free play on the internet um because <laughs> in the computer lab. you play chess you know on the computer and i went k through eighth grade and i only went for the first like six years because of free internet play in the back me and my friends would play like dumb <laughs> multiplayer flash games with each other and the uh at the beginning, he made you do chess stuff, uh, and so I would just watch. It was like a uh, Mavis Beacon teaches chess or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so I probably have a combined like two thousand hours worth of of chess because it was it was every two it was every Tuesday and Thursday for like six years. Wow, uh, playing that, and then when I finally started to play, I had absorbed some of the strategy. Uh, Except and, for that special combo that that kid pulled on you. Yeah, which when I looked it up, it was such a common thing. And it's like <laughs> oh, no. how to fool beginners into losing chess. But I've, I've, been, I've literally been playing chess longer than this kid had been alive. Uh, so
3: I, I don't know. So that was.
2: Uh, he's just tricksy, that's all.
1: Little punk kid. Yeah. And, but then I pushed him over and he was
3: fine. Made him cry. But so yeah. So when he lost that first round, did you jump up and point in his face
1: and laugh really loud? No, not at all. And the other thing is he lost to another, like, seven-year-old. Oh, <laughs>
3: man. It's good that you so, didn't
1: play him. <laughs> yeah, so I was just defeated. I was like, I'm not even, I thought, like, oh, maybe there's, like, one kid better than me. But, no, I'm just, I'm the worst person there, and it it really crushed me.
2: See, I, I could just see Sorry. you sitting in the park as an old man, and you're just like, this isn't even fun anymore. Right. And, and, that, and that kid all grown up just comes walking past and gives you a wink and a gun. <laughs> oh, <laughs> finger gosh. gun! And then you have, oh, a heart, okay. then you have a heart attack and die. So
3: yeah.
2: Yeah. it could have been a contender.
1: If any listeners want to play me in chess, find me on Facebook. <laughs> there you go. There
2: you go. I um, I to, my I want you to notice my only reference that I could ever make or, or any relation to what you're saying was with, through tic tac toe. So it was
1: good though. Yeah, similar. It's a game. Yep.
2: I um, I I like uh, I like chess. Because it has all those interesting shapes, and there's one that can go in an L. That's 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 the extent of my knowledge.
1: That one's called the horse piece, the horsey. <laughs> <No>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the, horse. the thing I like about chess is that you can make cool chess sets out of anything. I've seen awesome Star Trek chess sets. I've seen Lego chess you know, sets.
1: That's kind of taboo, actually. That's like pretty frowned upon. What? Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's all they want: black and white. Oh, oh that's I want. A heavy black and white.
2: Well, the wood, way I some said. of those guys play, where they're like super fast, yeah. If you had like a, a, a I don't know, a, a Star Wars one and the lightsaber sticking up over his head, you could impale your hand. I, I see the, the the logic
0: there. So,
1: well, and then you got to remember. Oh, so my Yoda is a rook, but his R two D two is his <laughs> rook, and I got to figure out. Who's what? Well, probably Yoda and R2D2 would be on the same. They'd be on the same side of the board, if you know what I That's mean. true. Well, and
2: Yoda would probably be the horsey. And so there'd be four of them. And what the heck?
1: So All right. maybe Ugh. two. Don't John- even talk to me. I'm upset now. <laughs> John. Sorry, man. Um, do
2: you have a story uh, about maybe winning?
1: No. It's whatever. Uh, when I was a little kid,
3: I went and played this guy, and he thought he's good at chess, and I beat him. And you Except got in a did.
1: time machine and fast forwarded 20 years. It,
3: I had to learn how to play chess first. So, <laughs> No, I do have something, though. It's current. Okay. So today is uh, July 14th, right? That is correct. 2015. And for those who are fortunate enough, enough to live in the area of Chick-fil-A, they know that July 14th is Cow Appreciation Day. Oh, wow. And so if you dress up as a cow, you get to get free Chick-fil-A. And I don't think it's just like a free sandwich. I think it's like a free meal. So, you know, I I live right outside Atlanta and we have Chick-fil-A's everywhere. And they all say, you know, it's their pleasure. It's great. It's funny. The further you get away from Atlanta, it's less of a pleasure for them, it seems. (laughs) Because I was down in St. Simons and they were just like, what do you want? Um, But. Well, he's dead
2: now. So it's like. Yeah whatever that
3: might be the, that might be the issue i don't know um but this so lots of people dress up like cows and getting free food today i was not one of them however but it reminded me of something that happened my brother he uh he was on some medication so to speak <laughs> and uh <laughs>
2: what what kind of medication was it was it a prescription medication some kind of cough syrup
3: <laughs> he came to visit me and he had uh,
2: was had he too was, much? Was he uh, uh so. two sheets into the wind or whatever they say?
3: I'm not sure what that means, but he used to be a sailor <laughs> and him and Jack Sparrow would get along swimming. Was, was
2: he inebriated?
3: It's quite possible, okay? Yes. All right,
2: just that's the operating theory that we'll go on. Okay, go
3: ahead, well, yeah, 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 yeah. We call it that, and he doesn't listen to the show. No, so hopefully, he doesn't. So, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> uh, he he. He uh, was really hungry. He woke up and he's like, "Man, I'm really hungry." <laughs> and I was like, "Well, let's go get some food." And he's like, "All right, yeah, let's get some food." And so I'm driving yeah, down man. the street, and there he sees a chick. There, well, he, he asked me where we're going. I said, "Well, there's a Chick-fil-A up here. Let's go to Chick-fil-A." He says, "No, you can't go there." And the thing about this medication, it makes you really honest and and makes you <laughs> speak your mind. And um, and he's like. No, we can't go there. And I was like, why? It's Chick-fil-A. It's the best chicken you can get. And he's like, no, nah, we can't. We can't. They hate gay people. And I'm like, they don't hate gay people. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no, we can't eat there because of that. <laughs> so finally I was like, because yeah, he couldn't reason with him, obviously. Right, right. So I I said, all right, well, here's a here's a Wendy's. We'll go there. And he's like, no, nah, you know what I really want? I want some Arby's. And I'm like, Okay. We get some Arby's, so I took them down to Arby's. And, you know, I hate ordering at, you know, the drive-thru. Because mm-hmm. I just, even if there's nobody behind you, you feel like you're inconveniencing the person who's taking your order. You Regardless. are. Regardless, yeah. So you know this for a fact? Because yeah, yeah. I did it for four years. You worked at Chick-fil-A, yeah. I knew it.
2: Now it's confirmed.
3: Oh, did you? Wait, so down in Florida, do they say it's a pleasure? Is it your pleasure? Okay, um, my pleasure. S- say it to this day. <laughs> I do too. It kind of rubbed off on me. Mm-hmm. But, so I'm at the, the window and and um, he, couldn't, he can't figure out what he wants and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to order this for you and so I pull up, I start ordering and he's like, right, I think we need more food. I'm like, dude, I just ordered <laughs> you two sandwiches and fries and he's like, no, we need more stuff and so I keep ordering stuff and then, He's like, and I think I need something else. So finally, I just got like, no. Listen, you got enough.
2: <laughs> we'll go,
3: we'll go eat it.
2: Especially at Arby's. Blah. I know. Well, yeah. oh, I don't like Arby's, but
3: do you like Arby's? No. You know, our friend did a song.
2: Yeah, I know, friend but that
3: you got to meet. I know. But uh, so you know, it's it's funny what uh, some things can do. I got more stories, but I'll share those later. <laughs> because it didn't end with the ordering food
2: oh my goodness well tell me more (laughs) no i I gotta save these things up because my life is dull okay all right (laughs) well my story has to do with um a situation that i was going through when when i when i right before i moved my car quit working and they wanted to ship it here before we moved here. And I did not get a chance to get it fixed. So they, they moved a broken car. And so when I got here and we started unpacking and blah, 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 I, I was without a vehicle. And so luckily there are things in this area that you can walk to. Well, my dog, my stupid, uh, shih tzu dog, <laughs> um, decides cause we don't have grass in our backyard. We have concrete and brick and we have a area that has um, uh, uh, mulch. My dog decides there's no grass. I'm not pooping. So Whoa. three days, three days. This dog no. holds it in, tail tucked between his legs. Oh my I gosh. think. It, I mean, he looked like he was about to blow a bubble in the front and the back. Um, <laughs> It's <laughs> just pursed up on both ends and and we'd take him for a walk and then he'd poop for miles. I mean, just like a line <laughs> of it, like squeezing out a roll of toothpaste, that kind of thing. And I'm like, okay, there's something wrong with this dog. And, and coincidentally, I don't mean for all this to get in the story, but my kids were playing with those long, skinny balloons, you know, and pumping them <laughs> up and tying off animals and then leaving the popped remains. And the dog was eating the balloons, <laughs> and then pooping these colorful balloons oh, out. And I'm like, gosh. okay, well, maybe part of the reason isn't that he's being a jerkwad. Maybe, maybe I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe there's a balloon in his digestive tract. Okay. Oh, no. So I look up online and I find a, 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 a an inner, you know, a city doctor, a hospital. It's just up the street. And for the first time in my life, I use Google Maps, but I, I had to click the walk button. You know, (laughs) instead of the drive button, let me just tell you what happens. First of all, it gets the, the minutes get longer. Uh, if it takes one minute by car, it easily takes 10 minutes by foot. Okay. So I'm in the process. I'll save you the part where I walked there and they weren't open. And they said, oh. can you come back in two hours? And I said, yes. I'll also save you the part where I'm walking down Jefferson, which is a big, busy street with a lot of diversity and a lot of diversity in what people have decided to do with their lives. And um, I'm walking this prissy freaking dog down <laughs> the side of the road, <laughs> trying not to get knifed or mugged or, or asked for a dollar. Um, so I'll save you that part. But I was walking back. And I see up ahead, there is a crazy man. There's a crazy person you know, standing there in, mm-hmm. on the sidewalk. And I know he's a crazy person because he has on robes. And it's hot. And, and anybody wearing robes is automatically like, a certain amount of crazy. Okay? Unless you're a Catholic priest or something, you get a pass. But I also knew he was crazy because I knew what kind of crazy he was. Because he had a long necklace with a giant wooden cross hanging from around his neck. And he had like a shepherd's staff. So I knew he was a Christian street crazy guy. Okay. And if there's any Christian street crazy guys listening, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to offend you. Uh, but this was one of them that you probably would be like, yeah, I'm going to walk by. So I I'm, I, I, I get brave. <laughs> I've, I've got my dog. I, I'm going to walk past him. And I notice he's talking to somebody else. And, and and it's a it's a a black gentleman, and he's he's just talking to him, and and I'm like, okay, maybe I will get out of this, you know, because I'm gonna go past the, this guy's already he's already attached himself to this uh, this poor unfortunate black man, and I will be able to slip past. But as I got closer, and I'm kind of looking and keeping my eye on him so I can get around him, the it's the weirdest thing in the world, but the crazy guy, the the man with the cross is looking at me and he's giving me a look. Eye contact. He's giving me eye contact, but it's not the kind that I expected. I expected that crazy hooked on, you know, I'm going to get a Jesus, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> but it was a, mm-hmm. it, his eyebrows were turned up like help. And I realized the crazy guy was talking to a guy even crazier than him. This dude <laughs> was talking his head off. The black gentleman was just going nuts and just talking to him about all I couldn't even hear, it, but it had to do with cats and heaven and bicycles and stuff. And uh, I could just tell the guy was like, "Let me go crazy on you, so that I can get out of this conversation <laughs> with the even crazier dude." But I was like, silently, my response was like, "No, man, I got a dog. He's pooping, he's pooping balloons. He's he's pooping out poop you know, filled poodles, and I'm passing them out at the at the restaurants." So no. Anyway, so anyway, I got past. It was just really awkward. It was weird to think you're going to walk up on a crazy guy, and the crazy guy met his match. I love that. I love that Please so much. help me. And he
1: didn't actually meet his match. The black guy. That was just his strategy. Like he's <laughs> like, I'm just gonna act stinking insane, and then oh, he'll never yeah. bother me he'll again. He'll leave
2: me alone forever. There are some guys, dude. There are wizards, man. There are people that think they are wizards, and maybe they are, but they don't look like Harry Potter to me. Uh, there's this one dude. He walks around, and he has ram's horns on the side of his head, and and fur and stuff, and. That's how that's how I know you're crazy, you know, is it's hot. It is ninety nine hundred degrees in, in the city and you're walking around dressed like a ram, you know, partially. So you know,
3: I could use that guy's help because uh I'm I've been playing Skyrim and I am I'm, I, I could I need some help.
2: He's not so. a mage. He can't help you there. He oh. doesn't shoot fire from his hands or anything. But but this Dang. guy did try to come up behind me. I was in a restaurant and he just comes in sometimes to this place. And uh, and he's standing behind me, and I know I know he's there, and I know that if I turn around, we're going to start a conversation, and I know that he's going to try to read my palm or something, and I would want to avoid all that, so I just stared straight ahead as much as I could. <laughs> Eventually, he got bored and left. So I must have it in my blood, some sort of I don't know, testosterone. It's all my my manliness, and um, yeah. So I don't know if I'd let him. You know, read my palm or not I might <laughs> just to find out what he would say
3: you should write something on your palm and then let him read it
2: so I, I would love it if it was like something out of the Old Testament you know Saul he goes to the lady and says bring up Samuel and you know tell me something <laughs> and and then God kind of jumps in and, and turns the tables you know so I'd put my palm out homeboy would be like oh you have a very long lifeline it stretches to eternity you saved and then he melts <laughs> like a, like the green witch in, Disintegrates, um, yeah. I, I, awesome, and i pick man? up his rams horns, i thrust them up toward heaven and they turn gold <sighs> and then people worship me that's why miracle, you, that's why miracles don't happen anymore <laughs> just right there oh uh, that was fun man that oh we need to do this every week what do you think
1: i'm like it. yeah i'm there <laughs> Okay, am I invited?
2: Do you wanna come play Skyrim with me? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. That's a fun game. it It's hard. I, I am enjoying it. Totally. I, I'm playing Borderlands right now, and uh, it's similar, you know, in, in that you can you got uh, quests that you go on, you know uh, really? it's a little more traditional uh, than than yours because you have to communicate with different people and you don't know who's gonna give you a quest or not. Uh or beat
3: you up on the side of the road, <laughs> jerks. <laughs> Sorry. That happened to me yesterday.
2: Yeah, I had a prisoner in Skyrim like help me out, man, they're gonna kill me and I did and, and like twelve dudes I didn't see, you know, come out and, and murdered me, so
1: I'm playing a Thanks game called Witcher, uh Witcher Three. Yeah, is, Witcher 3. Heard super good. Um, but there'll be a little kid that says, like, Oh, you gotta help me, my dad is missing. And he will be like, All right, I'll go help you. And then he takes you into the woods and then he'll get attacked by bandits. <laughs> and it was a trap set by like a twelve year old.
2: Oh man, I remember when Black Widow did that to the Hulk. You remember? You know, little, save my dad, I have a dollar, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Drugging right good. outside of the city. So um oh, it's time for some of these featured stories. It's going to be awesome. Uh, we're going to throw in some actually, and they are listener submitted stories and they're really funny. So, uh, this one's from uh, Shanna. She says I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. My husband and I went to Israel to visit friends who had just moved to Jerusalem. Uh, our trip was amazing, but traveling back home became a lot harder than we planned. My husband has flight benefits because he's an airline employee, so we fly standby. You may oh, know what that means.
1: Man, it means you yes. fly uh, whenever there's like an open seat, you can take it for free. Uh, it
3: means you get treated like doofy. not an employee of the airlines because you get bumped. Well, quickly. I will say this: you I get, I
2: know uh, what it's like going out. It's it's easy for some reason coming back. Not so. It's not. It's not the same thing, but anyway, she says, uh, while we were waiting for the flight to start boarding, we were delayed due to maintenance, which is always a, a thing that makes me feel good. You know, we're just going to yeah. put on something that the last flight did without, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the plane wasn't working quite right. right. If, peop- if people, if people on the ask. plane are telling you stories about turbulence and one wing, they're lying, you know, um, <laughs> and they're saying it all in Hebrew. So you don't hear it anyway. Uh, we were waiting the flight. Uh, husband decided we needed to buy food for the flight. Um, my husband went looking for food while I stayed with the bags. He was gone for a while. I even worried what was taking so long. Suddenly, they announced the flight was canceled. So that's oh, fun. Oh no. So I grabbed our bags and went to find him. I found him at a pizza counter and explained what had happened. At first, he didn't believe me that it had been canceled. But then he noticed I was serious. But by that time... You know, he's trying to get the pizza guy's attention to cancel order, but it's too late. Here comes the pizza guy with a giant pizza box, and it's not just any pizza, it's the biggest, most ginormous (laughs) pizza she had ever seen in her life. So. We, we went back trying to figure out what to do about the flight with this ginormous pizza. So, <laughs> that could have helped him get on another flight. Yeah. If you need special uh, considerations when you're flying with us today, please come to the front. I got a ginormous pizza. Um, <laughs> uh, so it was big. First it, was, class. it was so big that people were looking at us. It became even worse when we had to go get our bags and go through immigration to reenter the country. <laughs> you, It's a terrible thing because if you've ever been out and tried to come back in, there's this terror, you know, that you feel like I'm not going to be back, get to be- get back in. I'm yeah. gonna, they're not going to let me back in America. I've never been out of it. And now, you know, so, yeah, you come up with a giant pizza. You're just begging for somebody to <laughs> oh, declare no. that pizza. Uh, well, when I came back in, I was wearing a Red Ring of Death T-shirt, <laughs> black with the red ring, and he pulls me back and says, "What's that symbol mean?" And I and immediately it went through my head, me saying, "Oh, it's the Red Ring of Death," and then yep. five guys with guns <laughs> <laughs> get on the floor. On the floor. So I just said, "Um, it's just a gaming thing." He's like, "Oh, okay, go." You know. But anyway, people Nerd. they got a giant pizza, and uh, people are looking at the ginormous pizza, and some looked puzzled. Puzzled. Others looked hungry. Uh, the worst mm. part about having to put the ginormous pizza <laughs> was putting it through the X ray machine.
0: Oh no! Are you
2: serious? <laughs> going <laughs> through, it through the X ray. Well, they're coming through agriculture, so they're going through. Uh, trying to get back in you know and so they had to they had to screen it so it's nice they were trying to keep it warm for them you know um you could tell the workers <laughs> wanted to bust out laughing anyway i wonder what a pizza looks like in an x-ray <laughs> <laughs> Too nah. little pepperonis show up darker than the uh crust or little, what i wonder if band-aids show but Anyway, we spent mm. twenty seven hours in the airport. That's that's Ooh. when suicide oh. is allowed right there. It's more than a day. There's a
1: movie about that with Tom Hanks.
2: Yes, it is. But he falls in <laughs> love and I think he's there a lot longer. And there's some pipes involved. I can't remember why. He makes a water fountain or something like that. Yeah. Followed by a thirteen hour flight in middle seats, of course, standby. Oh. So in the end, I was thankful for the ginormous pizza. Because everything had closed in the airport and we did end up eating the pizza. I ate mine through sobbing tears. <laughs> but it all it all worked out in the end. It's a sad story, as it turns out. It's not funny. I'm a I'm a new listener and I love the show. Thank you for reading my story, uh Shanna. So Thank you, Shanna. Thank you for your ginormous pizza story. You're welcome, Shanna. Your sadness. I drank it
3: down with tears.
2: I'm I'm trying to think of something to say. I it just it just ended so sadly. They got to they got to go on the flight though. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Thirteen hours.
3: It reminds know. me of that story that Ethan told once about the pizza. Yeah. <laughs> except it wasn't pizza. Mmm.
2: You smell pizza? It's, it smells so good. Fresh and hot <laughs> and farty. Alright, this is uh from Dana. She says feel free to call me Dana. Pronounced like banana. Oh crap. What? Alright, let me try that. Da- Dana da- Dana-, da- Dana I da- think da- is it. Dana. It's just Dana. Dana. D- it's just D A N A
1: though. Oh no, it's Dana.
2: Dana. 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 I'm gonna call it I'm gonna call her Danana just because she said to and <laughs> And I always <laughs> mess up names. So feel free to call me Danana. I am a Wyoming cattle rancher. Okay, Dana.
3: That's awesome.
2: I'm going to call her Dana now. She's a freaking uh, a cowboy. Um, I called in once in your first season. I'm going to call her Mrs. Dana now. Dana.
3: First season?
2: Yeah, first season. I won't torture you with trying to pronounce the Italian part of my name. Uh, here she goes. When I was between four and five years old, I loved to run up and down the half mile long gravel lane from the house to the main road with our collie named Tippy. Hey Tippy. Mm. Tippy. <laughs> I have a
3: feeling this isn't going to be a fun story.
2: Tippy was a running maniac. That was his breed. And I could never keep up with her. My
3: <laughs> running maniac. <laughs> she's breed. a
2: she's a running maniac. She's a she's a running maniac mix. That's what it is. Her mom was maniac, dad was a runner. It's just like that. Uh
3: it's a cross between greyhound and wild dog. Dingo. <laughs>
2: uh Okay, that reminds me. I was at the park the other day, and there was a lady, and she had a, had a dog just like mine. And my dog, I got for free from my mom. I think I've talked about it. But they're not cheap. They are very expensive dogs. And she had mm. one. And I said, hi, you got a, got a Shih Tzu. It's another one. And she goes, oh, I don't know what this is. And I'm like, you stole it. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> how do you not know you got a freaking Shih Tzu dog? I mean, it's, oh, just, it's not common. It's not like you just accidentally find them in people's backyards tied to a tree. It was in a puddle. (laughs) I I saved this dog. Uh, My sister was about two and a half years old, and uh, she tried to run and keep up, but she couldn't keep up with me or the dog. So I had a plan. I wanted to fix this thing. I went to the barn, and I got a rope, and I knew a little about cause and effect, but my knowledge of Mm. physics was very limited because babies are dumb. I asked my sister if she would like to learn how to run fast, trusting me completely, which was her first mistake. She said, yes. So I called the dog over. I tied one end of the rope around the dog's neck, and you guessed it. I tied the other end around her neck.
3: Oh, no. And then I
2: ran down the road a little bit and called the dog. (laughs) (laughs) Tippy, being smarter than I was, stopped trying to run the minute she realized she was dragging my sister's face in the gravel.
1: Oh, no. Oh, man. My teeth hurt. Listen to that.
2: <laughs>
3: uh, I didn't think about my teeth hurting, but now my teeth hurt now, too. I just see
2: her looking up with tears in her eyes, and she looks like she's dipping snuff. It's, it's, <sighs> uh, it's all Twelve
3: crap. plastic surgeries later, she looks almost normal.
2: Yeah, she can still sand wood with her face, but... Now she looks uh. like Tippy. <laughs> tippy's butt she just ran right into it uh by the time my mother ran out of the house she couldn't tell who was hurt because we were both crying like crazy her because her face looked like you know uh, clay face and me because i knew i was going i wasn't going to live to see 11 um it only Mm -hmm. took a few seconds for her to see my baby sister with bloody knees elbows nose chin and lips Mm -hmm. that's the worst Mm -hmm. part. Bloody lips. Um, Bloody it's lips. It's like I was watching, I was flipping channels. I'd never watched cable, but I was flipping cable and I got on this this show called uh, uh, Botched. It's what? about plastic surgeries and these guys try to fix people's botched plastic oh, surgeries. Oh, no. That's a, that's
3: no a show. Way. And this dude
2: oh. comes in, he's got giant lips and he keeps, he's like, I want them bigger, um, but they keep leaking. <laughs> uh, they're leaking the crap he's, he's self-injecting, and it's leaking out. I'm like, how does that happen? How do he self-inject? Did he uh, sell that over the counter or something? There's got to be a black market for it. Oh, jeez. I don't know. Oh, anyway, she no. says, I tried to explain that I didn't think Tippy would pull her over. So she's trying to save her own skin there. Inside the house, I watched mm. my mother cleaning the blood and the dirt away. But the sight of her pulling out my— should, but the sight of—I'm <laughs> gonna cry. <laughs> but the sight of her pulling out my sister's lip and picking gravel out of oh. the wounds oh. inside her lips with tweezers oh. was something none of us have ever forgotten. Oh. Oh. you want to learn how to run fast? Oh. I smell pizza. Oh, that's not a piece of rock. That was her permanent tooth. Oh, yeah. mm, thank you, Cliven. And the permanent teeth are under the baby teeth. Ah! Okay. Ah! Oh, stop
3: it. <laughs> that's I'm making so that up. Gross.
2: No, it's true. You need to go look up uh, what a child's skull looks like. Oh, I know that,
3: but oh. I'm saying that's not what the mom... Oh, no, no, no. Okay. I made
2: it up. You- but. Thank I, you. It's for, a nightmare but it knows. wasn't a lie, just because it didn't happen, you know. And I. <laughs> <sighs> all right, so I knew uh, I was the worst sister in the entire world, and I suppose that makes me the LBB extraordinaire too. <laughs> I'm not, just
3: wondering if Danny, Danania Danana ever made it up to her poor sister.
2: Oh, uh, oh, uh, uh, man! Uh, I can see the the logic there, though. You know, it's like I, I can speed up her running by uh, tying around the, the faster dog. You know, her slowness, his quickness coming together will make her just as fast as me. Hmm. See, I was I, I would was do stuff like that, tippy. but I was <laughs> smart and I was so, I, it just turned into evil. You know, I do stuff like that on purpose. But she says uh, in closing, I have enjoyed every minute of the podcast since finding it just before the 10th episode in 2006. Sheesh. Uh, Thanks so much, Mrs. Dana, or Miss Dana. But she's a freaking rancher, so.
3: She's more of a, she's more of an NL caster than I am.
2: I know, man. She's almost got me beat. Almost. Almost. I was there from the the beginning, though. I want to make that clear to everyone. Uh, It's time for some middle school drama. (gasps) He says, I am Graham C. And Graham C. is spelled in all caps. Graham C. I am Graham C. And this is middle school drama. You can almost imagine him being here, shouting that out himself. (laughs) Middle (laughs) schooler. One day, I was in church Bible study, and my youth pastor said, how would you describe yourself when you first meet someone? I said, hi, I'm Graham, and I'm a middle schooler. North Axe. (laughs) <laughs> he didn't. since no one in my class listens to this dumb podcast i got some weird stares when my sister yells narwhals because she <laughs> thought that's what i said after calling me an idiot well that's my story and fyi i barely used any punctuation because that's how i do <laughs> 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 and that last one is the reason it got in <laughs> That's how I do. <laughs> That's how I do. Graham. Graham C. So I just Graham. imagine he's hopped up on sugar. Like the yes. whole, through that whole thing. <laughs> I, can,
0: I can picture. Graham
2: that C. After. Graham C. <laughs> Graham C. Uh, Steve Holt. <laughs> just that kind of thing. Steve Holt. <laughs> uh, this is a story from, uh, from our, from our friend and my fellow Missourian, I think, or Illinoisian uh Keith so uh Keith says it was a hot steamy summer day in a little country church without air conditioning and instead there were some of those paper fans on a big tongue depressor that the local funeral home provided but I'm digressing a little uh for me it was the summer between uh first and second grade there was a largely built woman in the seat right in front of me <laughs> and as she stood For the last hymn, I noticed her dress got caught in her well. There's no No. delicate, delicate way to say it. It was jammed in her butt crack.
3: In her blessed assurance.
2: (laughs) 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 He's in church, right? Yeah, yeah. He's right behind her, just eye level with that. So I looked. I was very uncomfortable. And (laughs) he says, and being in her dress, and being
1: the so is she.
2: Uh, no, or not. You've seen the poster, I'm, I'm sure, with the lady that lost her dog. She's looking for a dog. <laughs> this is yes. that lady. Yeah. So, being the considerate little kid that I was, I helped her out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I guess I should say I helped her out by giving the skirt of her dress a little tug. <laughs> Imagine how that felt.
1: <laughs> she definitely felt that Ooh. on her butt. Yeah. What Ooh.
2: was that? <laughs> she did not like it. Not one little bit. How was I supposed to know being almost second grader? She spun around and glared a spot about two feet above my head um, and then over to where my dad was standing and then down to me. After she was satisfied it was me, she glared a little longer and she turned around until the song was over. (laughs) Stuffed the dress back in her head crack. (laughs) My dad, always looking out for the best interests of his dumb little kid, bent over to whisper. I thought it would be uh, some word of warning or an admonition, but what he said was, what did you do? And I explained about the dress and the favor (laughs) I thought I was doing for her. And he continued whispering, I don't think she liked you pulling it out. And I I shook my head in agreement. And he continued, though I thought this would be the part where he told me about my impending spanking. He motioned with his hand as if to show me how to do it and suggested, why don't you put it back in? (laughs) something I would do, man. That's awesome. My mind, he says. My mind raced. I must. It must be okay because Dad said so. My little brain begins sending signals to my hand to lift it and give it a little <laughs> thrust. Yeah. Oh, suddenly gosh. in an instant common sense kicked in and i knew my dad was just setting me up middle images flash as i visualize my hand giving the dress a little shove the possibility of another angry angry glare wait i'll have i'll actually have to touch her butt not just tug on her dress something's wrong use that big tongue depressor on the end of that <laughs> fan so give it a little help Oh, oh then he can go to the funeral home <laughs> yeah afterwards i uh, i look back at my dad's face and into his eyes with a deer in the headlights look searching for some sort of confirmation <laughs> uh, he gave a nod in that gesture again <laughs> <laughs> and the I best dad ever. yeah do it go ahead we we gotta fix this before the hymn's over i vehemently shook my head and said no later i apologized to the woman
1: oh Oh. sorry i pulled your dress out of your i
2: would quit i would quit (laughs) quit christianity before i would go apologize to her (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if you find yourself at the
3: altar and there's unforgiveness because of a dress, that's was stuffed up your cheeks.
2: Uh, I, you know, just sit still. That's what I would tell the lady. I'm like, I'm sorry, but you need to quit squirming in your seat because that's how That's the only way I can imagine that happened. So anyway, my dad somehow kept up a good poker face until he got in the car. I was expecting a spanking, but all my dad could do all afternoon was tell the story to everybody <laughs> in the family <laughs> between his barely controlled laughter, oh, Keith Elsley. Oh, that
3: was
1: a good story. Retro
2: Keith, bringing it home. Oh, That's awesome.
1: That was the best. <laughs> and Keith's dad co-host.
2: Uh, man, yeah, yeah, he's got great stories. There's so many that I have to archive because he'll he gets in a mode and he'll send me like three and I can't read three in a show, you know? It's otherwise it'd be the Keith Helsley show and, and that sounds really awesome. I might have to do that Actually show Nice, But uh but yeah, Retro Keith. He does his own uh his own podcast. Just look him up in iTunes, Retro Keith, I think. Um but he but he loves old time radio and uh celebrates that on on his podcast. So cool. Very cool guy. I hope to meet him someday. It'll be awesome. So, uh, thanks guys for, uh, hanging out with me for a hey, while. Thanks for yeah, well, Of course. It a lot of fun. And, uh, I, I, hope, had fun. <laughs> I hope, uh, I hope everybody, when I, when I'm, when I'm telling these stories, I kind of always imagine the homeschool crowd, kids, you know, that are listening and, uh, Cause they can, they can relate to these kinds of things. And I always think, you know, what did they learn today? What did, Mm -hmm. what did your average innocent homeschooler learn today? Well, they learn (laughs)
0: that that
2: dogs could poop balloons. Um, they learned that, that some Christians are crazy and they Mm -hmm. walk up and down the street. Um, they, they learned that, uh, you can get a ginormous pizza through customs. Yeah. Um, and They learned
3: that it's not a good idea to partake of certain things that can make you act weird,
2: yes <laughs> they they and they learned most importantly not to help ladies with their dresses. Yeah. <laughs> I know I've told this before, but a buddy of mine, a pastor guy, he's so nice, but he wasn't the brightest duck in the pond, and he's talking to this old lady, and her 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 skirt just hits the floor right in front of him, and she mm-hmm. feels it, and he sees it, and they both look down and lock eyes back up. And before she can do anything, before she can even think to get embarrassed, he's into action. And he reaches down and he grabs that skirt, the elastic waistband, stretches it out and wraps it around her midsection quick as can be. You know, his heart is to save her this embarrassment, but it just takes it to the next degree.
0: Oh, my God. Because
2: he's he's just dressed her. And then (laughs) it's crooked. So oh, the no. story goes, I wasn't there. Oh no. Is he reached in and straightened out the skirt and twisted it around till it was facing the right direction. Oh
3: god.
1: And gosh. she was just
2: absolutely mortified. Oh, if you could see the look on my face. But you got to say what is the right thing to do in that situation, ladies who are listening. There there's at least one or two of you, I know, because you have children and you listen because you're like, what the heck? They can't they can't be good if they like it, you know. But you're there, what what <laughs> What would you want a, a gentleman to do if if your scourge just hits the floor? You know, And I it,
3: happen to be a gentleman, and I know what you is turn around and run. <laughs> Tell yeah, nothing happened. Run. <laughs> yeah,
2: I would just kind of. I think my honest to God reaction would be first to turn around, and then <laughs> I would kind of spread my hands and stuff like. Like, I was trying to keep people from seeing an accident, you know? Yeah, right. (laughs) Nobody look, you know? Nothing to see here. Doing okay. And I would offer to hold the casserole that I'm sure she had in her hand, you know, after the (laughs) potluck.
1: So. I think protocol is to just, uh, like, just very quietly... Just take your pants down as well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just do the Adam Sandler thing and pee pee as well. Yeah, that works. <laughs> this is just like- how we do. That's how I do <laughs> Grampsy.
1: <laughs> and if anybody walks in, just look at him like, How dare you have pants on in here? <sighs>
2: this is this is this is holy ground
1: (laughs) yeah what what do you think
2: take off your shoes and your pants (laughs) i don't know how
1: you (laughs) this is how we do this
2: is how we worship in this place (laughs) we had a we had an accident earlier where a kid (laughs) removed a skirt from a lady's butt and now this happens, so
1: we are a pants-free. We just want to free. prevent any yes. sort of skirt butt issues, <laughs> and we decided with a nuclear option—just uh, no, nothing just... to cover your underpants. Uh, so.
2: I've just decided that if I ever wake up and I'm just suddenly a woman, um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> besides all
2: the other problems that it would cause in my family and life and all that, I will always wear skirts that are attached to the shirt, aka a dress. Yeah. I, I would, I would wear a robe if I had to, even. so, Oh, man. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I know I did. I had a great time. And uh, you listeners out there, I hope you enjoyed it, too. One of the ways you can show your appreciation is by supporting sore, the show. I said that correctly. Uh, mm-hmm. Via Patreon. And I said that correctly, too. For just a buck a show, uh, visit thatstoryshow.com slash donate Today and and uh, click the Patreon link and and consider supporting us. Uh, you can do more than a buck. You can do less than a buck. I don't care. But uh, it unlocks. Just to say thank you to our patrons, um, our patrons, um, we do bonus material and uh, we actually save a story every show just for our listeners. And that's not to ostracize anybody. It is to simply say thank you to those. That support. I mean, this is what I do for a living now. So um, thank you so much for considering uh, Patreon. All right. It's uh, time for us to get out of here. I, I used to know how to do this, where you push the button without saying something. I have to do that next time. But anyway, <laughs> that's our show for this week. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can visit us online. ThatStoryShow.com, where you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And that's uh, also, uh, you you can uh, follow John and Christian as well uh, in those locations. Just click the About page. It's all there. Join the NLCast Network community on Facebook at NLCast.com slash group. And uh, feel free to review the show in iTunes or wherever you found us. It really helps a ton. Um, And then thanks to our Patreon backers. Thanks to Rob Gobers for this amazing theme music, if not a little loud. And uh, our spouses, all of us (laughs) have spouses now. Thank you uh, for letting us record. And uh, also our story contributors and everyone who listens. And remember, when you're telling a... a, (laughs) Remember, (laughs) when you're telling your story, tell it like nobody's listening. All right? You get that back, people. (laughs) I'll give you that. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks John, thanks Christian.
1: Thank you. It's a forgot to be Abraham Lincoln.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I told him it's to be joke. themselves and the joke was can I method act Abraham Lincoln instead. So, now you I know. Visit NLCast.com for other great NLCast
0: network shows.